0: On today's episode of Just Jana, find out what the difference is between self care versus self love and why that matters.
1: This is the Just Jana podcast, a show for mom bosses who are looking for simple strategies and quality information in the areas of fitness, parenting, health, and life in general. Here's Jana.
0: All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Just Jana. I am a little fangirling here today. My special guest is Natalie Ledwell, and I'm going to actually read you her formal bio, but then I want to tell you a little bit about how I met her a little while ago. And then we're going to jump into an amazing episode today around self care versus self love. And so Natalie is a best selling author. Host of the podcast, Not Over, Just Different co-host of the cable TV show Wake Up and founder of Mind Movies, the hugely successful and revolutionary online personal development company that has reached over, now get this, 5.8 million people worldwide. Right now, she's working on her brand new ground groundbreaking social and emotional learning curriculum entitled Personal Growth Studies, which is designed to empower youth from ages 5 to 18 years to live fulfilling and successful lives With high self esteem and vision for a bright future. In October of 2018, Natalie traveled to Liberia where she met with the government, uh, officials of the government there, and launched the first pilot program of personal growth studies, which is now in its second year, working with over a thousand students. In 2020, Uh, Natalie had the immense honor of being knighted, oh my goodness, by the Orthodox Order of St. John, a humanitarian group recognizing individuals who are not only doing great work, but who have a big vision of the work they want to complete in the world and helping others. Thus... Dame Natalie Ladwell's sites are set on infiltrating the U.S. education system in 2020, with New Zealand and Australia following close behind, and hopefully we can add Canada to that list. Um, Natalie, welcome. I had the good fortune of, of connecting with you uh, a couple months ago in Orlando at a soulful leadership conference, and I need to tell my listeners, um... I've been following Mind Movies and I you know, have bought, invested in, I like to say invested in versus bought um, courses from Natalie and you guys on the second day of the conference, she sat down beside me at lunch and I had to like... I call it my mallard duck syndrome, where I look cool and calm on top. <laughs> but underneath, my heart and my stomach were like, I was like, how am I going to eat? And what if I have lettuce in my teeth and how, <laughs> right? Um, so, and then I got to hear her speak. Um, and her message from stage was so inspiring. And, you know, I got the nerve up to ask her to one day be on the Just Jana podcast with me. And so with that introduction, I... Um, I would like to just get into a bit of a conversation um, with Natalie and jump into this topic of self-care versus self-love. Natalie, welcome.
2: <laughs> well, hi! What, a, what an amazing <laughs> welcome I've just got. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. Now it, it was an absolute pleasure spending time with you, um, and uh, you know, and this is this subject is something that's very interesting and something that I learned very deeply last year, you know, I had a very uh, big personal development year for myself and uh, and part of that was, um, you know, opening up and understanding the, the parts that of me that needed to be worked on um, through a couple of trips down to Costa Rica and uh, I was at a retreat center down there called Rhythmia hmm. uh, that, uh, you know, they do, you know, transformational breath work, they do plant medicine ceremonies, um, they do integration classes, it's a, it's a whole process. Um, But what I realized from that, the last trip that I had down there is that um, I had an experience, you know, with plant medicine, with with ayahuasca, um, where, you know, the plant medicine was showing me that, you know, gave me this message that I didn't love myself. Hmm. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I go, wait a minute, I, I, I think pretty highly of myself. I, right. think, I think that, you know, and, um, and actually it, it showed me how there was several situations that I would be in where I was feeling very uncomfortable when people were paying compliments or saying, you know, lovely things about me. I'm like, ooh, interesting. Let's have a look at this. Um, and because, uh, you know, when we think about self-love, we kind of will get, um, you know, we mix it up with what self-care is you know, and, and normally you go, yeah, no, I'm, I love myself. Like I, I meditate every day. I take bubble baths. Um, I go and get massages, you know, all those kind of of things, but, but really that falls into the self-care, um, category where we're really caring for our bodies. We're caring for our well being. but self-love is something completely different. Hmm. So I want to share what my experience was and then tie that back into, you know, how that really, um, uh, you know, plays out in my life now and how I, I've actually incorporated it as a practice because it was something I didn't realize was a problem.
0: And you know that's that's amazing. One of the things we try to do on every episode of the Just Jana podcast is, you know, we know we're talking to our audiences, busy, fast forward women who are, you know, think of like a circus act and juggling, juggling, juggling. So if at the end of this, we could give some really pragmatic takeaways based on your experience that women could be like one of those, um, you know, food for the soul or things that make them stop and maybe re reposition where their mindset is at. That would be amazing. I can't wait to hear.
2: Right. Um, and just rest assured, uh, this is something that the busiest person on the planet could still fit into their day. So Cool. <laughs> Because I know how busy mums are and and, yeah. and I can completely appreciate that. Um, so uh, I uh, was, just, was just, uh, sorry, this was the last evening and um, I was, you know, uh, in the ceremony and all of a sudden I'm with the three-year-old version of myself hmm. and uh, she's black, based on this black and white photo that I have of myself um, when I'm that age. And she was kind of curled up and she was really sad And I'm like, oh, so I've picked her up and I'm holding her and I'm kind of rocking her and I go, you know, darling, it's okay. Like, I know that you're sad, but, you know, our life's journey is exactly the way it was supposed to be. You know, we went through all of those hard things because it made us who we are. You know, and, and my background is that, you know, my mother left when I was three um and my dad remarried um, my mum who I've the only mother i know um and she had six kids from her previous marriage hmm. and so you know when i was asking the medicine i go well why don't i love myself and they and she said well it was never modeled for you you know, your dad, mother left and dad was doing his best and then it was every man for himself when you went from two to eight. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So um, when I'm reassuring this, you know, this younger version of who I am, I'm like, it's okay, like we had to go through that. Like, we had this big job ahead of us and like we had to do it. And I go, but it's okay because I love you mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I've, I've got you and I'm not going to leave you. And then I had this realisation, I'm like, oh, so when you say love myself, you mean love her, hmm. like love the child, love the the part of us that, you know, when we look at all the programming that we have and all the beliefs that we have and, you know, how and, and I'm sure that as a mother, like sometimes we'll stop and go, oh, my God, that wasn't me. That was my mum. You know, I'm just acting <laughs> like my mum right now um, <laughs> because all of this is being programmed into our subconscious mind. And so when we look at the child, this is the the child that's like, you know, I I do feel hurt. I I am influenced by my mother leaving. I am, you know, influenced by my parents' behaviour and what they thought and what they believed. Um, and so, when you can love that part of you, because sometimes that part of you wants to throw a tantrum. Hmm. You know, sometimes that part of you. Um, has you locked in where you go, um, you know, I'm suffering with with this, I'm comparing myself to others, Um, I'm not as good as every other mother, every other mother seems to have their act together and why am I struggling? Um, But that's part of that small child part of us because we have these these programs and beliefs of when we were young. But if we can love that part of who we are, um, then what happens is that we're not wrong. We're just observing that behavior, observing the thoughts. And then we go, Oh, but I still love you anyway. And go, and then you can sort of say, look, you know, when you when I have a like a communion with her every day, I'm asking her, What do you need? Mm-hmm. You know, when something comes up and I'm like, Oh, this is behavior that I don't know where this came from, I can sit down in a meditation in the morning and go and ask her, Where did this come from? Show me show me what's happening here. And then once I understand um, and I become aware of what that is and where it came from, it gives me the opportunity to be able to release it. Um, and so I have on my phone, I actually have the photo uh, mm. that, uh, of what she was phot- as my screensaver. Oh, my goodness. So throughout the day I can look at her and, and if I'm having a bit of a moment and, I'm, and I get the phone, I'm like, ah, right, okay, what's happening here? So it reminds me to sort of drop in and go, okay, what, what, what's going on. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, and it only takes five minutes to do this, hmm. you know, and, and you may have to squeeze this five minutes in when, you know, the kids are having a daytime nap or when they're off at school and you've got a moment yeah. to breathe. Yep. Um, but um, I have a little, uh, like an altar, uh, which has got some, you know, crystals and everything, but I have a photo of her in the middle. And so when I sit down and, and have just five minutes and I'm just breathing, and all you need to do is just slow your breathing down, concentrate on your breath, and then check in with the inner child and go, well, you know, what do you need today? You know, what is it that you need? And and, and reassure her that you love her. And, and this is what my version of loving yourself is really all about. Hmm. Uh, yes, self-care is exceptionally important, especially as a mother, because we're giving out so much energy and giving out so much um, care and nurturing to everybody else that we deplete our energy stores. So yes, we do need to take self-care, but this self-love is really being able to forgive yourself um, for maybe things that you said that you regret, um, for things that you didn't do. I mean, you know, how often do mums like judge themselves on, you know, why well, I should have done that better or I could have handled that differently? Um, and and when you come back to this kind of self-love and this inner child, um, you realise that it's, it's all okay. Um, you understand where it comes from and it gives you an opportunity to release it.
0: Do you think that... Not that one is, is more important, but if someone is working on their self-care, what I'm hearing you say is sometimes we get that confused with self-love. And just because we, you know, go for a walk in the evening or go for a massage, it really isn't checking that self-love box like it like it should. Hmm.
2: Well, I think the difference for me is that self-care is really looking after our physiology just, yeah, okay. and our energy. Yeah, but self-care is getting underneath all of that, you know, and looking at sometimes, you know, which I've been doing a lot of work on myself because after my trips to Costa Rica, it kind of showed me the things I needed to work on. So now I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm admitting to myself that I have this judgment or that I have this thought. And this is something that I, this is the things that I don't, thoughts that I don't share with other people. But it's like, ooh, okay, that's not a pretty p- part of who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But let's unpack this. And so where did this come from, you know? And understanding that, and just like knowing that it's it's coming from a place of of past programming, um, and having a place of love and forgiveness forgiveness to myself um, for um, having the thought. And then, you know, taking the uh, the decision and the commitment to be able to release it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like um, I go, oh, my God, I shouldn't have had that judgment. I shouldn't have thought about that person. Um, but rather than just going, you know, being shameful or blaming myself or getting into this, yeah. you know, pattern of not, you know, as we all do, really <laughs> being that self inner critic. Just loving myself and going, Okay, well let's let's figure out where this comes from.
0: Yeah, and I you know what, I think one of the I think this world of Instagram where we see feeds of our friends who look like they're leading these perfect lives they're sitting with their friends having coffee and then they're shopping and then we're not seeing the little mini meltdowns and you know maybe th- throwing a frozen pizza in the oven for supper when you just you know that's that, that's kind of all you have left left in your tank and so what you're saying is really resonating with me and especially i had a friend of mine who was reading a book on parenting and she said she was having, you know, just some issues with her kids and she said what the author, and I remember the author, um, I'll have to get, I should get the name and of the book and the author and I'll put it in the show notes. But um, what she was saying was she was horrified because this author was saying that our children... Um, are actually a reflection of us. And she's like, right now, (laughs) I could wring their little necks, but yet I think I'm pretty okay with myself. So I can see what you're saying is that, you know, those moments where, and it doesn't have to be our, you know, our birth children, it could be people in our work family or our extended friendships that are, you know, not blood, but those, you know, quote unquote family members, um, showing up as the best version. I think we hear that a lot. But what I'm hearing you say is you're just giving us some tools on where to look maybe or how to even start to get there. Am I right? Absolutely. Okay.
2: And the thing is, if you're spending some regular time, and it doesn't have to be every day, and it can just be for five minutes, but, you know, what we're talking about is stepping outside of the um, of the din or the minutia of what's actually happening yeah. in our life. You know, if you've read a book called uh, The Untethered Soul by Mm. Michael Singer, and he talks about how who he really is, is not his thoughts, but it's that which observes the thoughts, that part of him that actually observes the thoughts. So when we can spend at least five minutes to step outside of our, you know, conscious brain and everything that's happening around us and kind of get outside of it and go, okay, so what's happening out here, what is this higher vision of what I can see that's going on, mm. um, the more that we can do that, we, what's happening there is that we're actually connecting to our soul.
0: Mm. We're
2: connecting to the divine part of who we are. Um, and the more that we can do that, um, the more that we understand the bigger picture of what's, what's happening in the moment rather than being caught up emotionally in, in the, the, the torment or the turmoil of what's happening in front of us.
0: And I think that can provide us sometimes with that much needed clarity where you just feel like, you know, that tornado is just spinning spinning out of control. So this has been, you know, an amazing story to hear, um, you know, your personal and thank you for, you know, sharing some very personal um, just experiences in your life. I just want to, before we, you know, sign off for this episode, can you tell us a little bit about mind movies and how maybe as a tool that can start to, you know, touch or, you know, get us more connected with that, with that self-love concept.
2: Absolutely. So a mind movie is basically a a digital vision board. Hmm. So I know people, you know, may be familiar with the vision board where you cut out photos of like a car or a house and you put it up on a board and um, it's a tool to help you to visualize and see yourself already living in that house, already driving that car. Mm -hmm. Now, our mind maybe takes it a little step further because what we're doing is getting you to get clear about what your life looks like um, and you're describing it in affirmations as if it's already starting hmm. um, and, uh, and and packing it up with photos that enhance those affirmations, but, but the secret source is the music. Hmm. So once you add music, it becomes an anchor for this particular future that you're creating. So, creating a mind movie is all about getting clear about what you want, which a lot of people aren't very clear. They go, mm. "I want to be happy," but it's like, "Well, yeah, but what does that look like?" Yeah. Um, and so, the, a mind movie can really help you to do to do that and be able to see you see yourself and feel what it's like to already be in this in this future that you're creating.
0: Amazing. Okay, so you have a little gift for our listeners, don't you? I
2: do. <laughs>
0: can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah. So we have um, we've created six mind movies that we've already made for you. Uh, that uh, I know that, Jana, you're going to be providing a link for people to be able to download those. And uh, once you do that, um, you can download them to your computer, to your tablet, to your phone. I mean, have them with you. And they're on different subjects like, you know, confidence and, you know, happiness and, you know, creating wealth and, and different things in your life. But once you start watching these mind movies, what happens is you start to see what they mean to you so you get to start to see yourself wealthy Hmm. you start to see yourself you know um, in this perfect health and you know and with all this confidence Um, and so when you start to do that what we're doing is creating these new neural pathways in our brains um, so that all our thoughts start to become in alignment with that particular future so um, they're super powerful Um, and uh, it's our gift to you
0: well, I, so again, everyone that's listening, uh, check out the show notes. I'm going to have the link for the pre-made, like there's six of them. So Natalie, this is an amazing gift, not only in you being on the show today, but in what you're gifting to our listeners and hopefully you fall in love with your mind movies like I have, and then you can start making your own mind movies and um, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, um, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for, for inviting me and i love being here.
0: <laughs> amazing. Have a great day.
1: To get in touch with Jana, go to leadpilates.com or for information about her online studio, head over to metadistrict.com. Recorded and produced at Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Please give me love Listen, it's what we're hoping for every day of our audience, our fans, our customers that they listen to who we are, to what we are but it only happens when your idea is delivered well in a way that makes them feel the message Using every audio resource available today Sound Lounge by Mm T-Bone takes the intention and captures it, enhances it and presents it to your audience with power and purpose. Whether you're shooting a movie, recording a song, crafting a brand, or simply putting a story down for the future, consider T-Bone. Dedicated to the craft of audio engineering. He will deliver the attention your project deserves. Sound Lounge by T-Bone.